0: Welcome to the Broadcast Podcast. My name is Beth, and I head up the content and social media of the Broadcast Network here. And uh, yeah, I'm joined today by Tom O'Toole, who you all know very well, is the director of the Broadcast Network. Hi, Tom.
1: (laughs) Hi, Beth. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Um, Yeah, so we are taking this opportunity on our podcast over the next few weeks to just uh, kind of dive into discussing our conference that's coming up in June, Renewal for Revival. And um, yeah, we're going to be speaking to each of our guest speakers over the coming weeks and uh, just getting to know them a little bit better in preparation for our conference in June from the 8th to the 9th. So yeah, it's great to have you with us today, Tom. You're going to be doing a session um, during the conference and we're very excited for that. Um, So yeah, it would just be great to talk a little bit more about why the conference is happening, why the title Renewal for Revival, what can people expect?
1: Great, yeah. Thanks for for having me on. Um for me, one of the most important questions to ask, really at any point in history, is what is God doing? What's he doing at the moment? Um it's always good to think about that and to pray into that. But I think right now, at this particular moment in time, it's a bigger, more crucial question than ever. Um, mm. feels like the last couple of years, the world hasn't just been ticking along the way it had before. We've seen major disruption. Um, obviously, COVID has completely changed the way of life for loads of people. We've learned how to live with lockdowns. We've learned how to adapt to a situation where I guess our mortality was more in our face. And mm. we, we were seeing things very different to what we'd known, our ability to travel had changed. Um, And then even more recently, um, think about the situation in Ukraine, the war out there. Um, Now, I know there's wars going on all the time in various parts of the world. Mm. I think there's something about this war that, particularly in a British context, has brought it closer to home. It's geographically nearer. It's on the news more, more. the way the UK is involved or not involved in NATO. And again, it's bringing to people's minds lots of questions that they haven't been asking for a long time. And mm. what is God doing? Now, there's, there's a book that I read maybe three or four years ago. Mark Sayers uh, wrote this book. He wrote, he wrote two, actually. The first one was Disappearing Church. Really brilliant cultural analysis What's going on in the world? How did it get the way it is? But then his sequel, Reappearing Church, which I think is actually even better than the first book. I'd recommend both of them. But Reappearing Church is okay, so what now? What happens next? And a lot of it is about revival and about renewal. And he says this um, A study of history shows that it is precisely at moments like this when the church appears to be sliding into an unalterable decline, when culture is shaken by upheaval, when the world globalises, opening up new frontiers and fostering chaos and change, that God moves again. Those three things that he picks out. So the church appearing to slide into an unalterable decline. Now, I don't think that's true. Globally, I think many parts of the world, the church is advancing rapidly. But I think in our UK context, in a lot of Western contexts, it seems like secularization had taken hold. Um, It seems like a lot of people, younger people particularly, had been leaving the church. The church uh, in society was seeing an increasingly marginalized role to play. So what Sayers says there, I think, is quite recognizable in our context and has been for a long time. But then he says when culture is shaken by upheaval. Now, he was talking about certain upheavals that uh, had been going on even when he was writing this book pre-COVID. But seeing the last couple of years and the way culture has uh, completely uh, experienced an upheaval, and then the globalisation of the world, and particularly the uh, opening up of new ways of interconnectivity, um, all of these are the things that historically have been the, the things the, the, the ground been readied for revival and so i'm looking at our world now and i'm thinking well if all of these this is here and all of the things that we would say this stuff usually is preceding a revival then I'm looking around thinking, well, where's the revival then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read this book, then when, when COVID hit, I was like, "This really, it really sucks, but maybe at least we'll get a revival out of it. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> what's God going to do? And that's still the question that I'm asking because um, I'm not seeing it. Now, mm-hmm. I am seeing something. I'm seeing individuals and groups who's hearts have been stirred, who who have been lifted, who uh, are starting to hunger for a move of God in a new way. I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, and it's a thing, again, that is a precursor to revival. It talks in Acts chapter 3, Peter talks about um, how when we turn back and repent, we'll see times of refreshing in the presence of God. And so the church turning back to God and being refreshed and being in his presence. That's what we mean by renewal. The people of God experiencing a new awakening to to God's glory, a new hunger for him, a new passion for prayer, a new reliance on the spirit of God, and not settling for run-of-the-mill, week-by-week, mediocre Christian living, but hungering for more than that. And my my firm conviction is, as the church does that, that's what then kickstarts the move that we're longing to see in the world. So that's why we've called it renewal for revival. We're asking the question, what is God doing? Particularly, what does he want to do in us with a view then that what happens in us ripples out in, into the world? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense, yeah. I did this so... Uh this kind of challenging that you've had, is this something that came to you over lockdown? Is this something kind of struck you over, you know, those days and months of sitting in your home, kind of, you know, putting our <laughs> thumbs a little bit? Was it something that you feel like was born out of, not just obviously looking at what the world was going through, but you personally as well during lockdown?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, so there's one moment particularly that I, I wrote about it on broadcast a while ago, mm. um, but I would say it was absolutely pivotal for me, and um, I, I was at this um, theology conference. It was the um, the Think Conference that, um, that Andrew Wilson puts together, mm-hmm. and it was all about uh, the books of Kings and particularly historical theology. Um, and there was a guy who was doing uh, a load of the teaching called um, Peter Lighthart, who he's so clever, like really. Brainy guy, and he was like zooming in from America because COVID wouldn't let him mm. travel over. So he was getting up at like four in the morning uh, to teachers. Like, um, but he was one of these who he went very deep. So there weren't a, a lot of like easy listening moments. You had to really mm. concentrate. But when you concentrate, you're going to get some gold out of it. And mm. there's one bit where he was talking about um, the temple and he showed us how this temple was meant to be a house of prayer, and particularly a house of prayer for the kings of Israel. And uh, whatever was going on, they could come to the temple, they could seek God and uh, see God bless the land. And then he took us through the history of 250 years, king after king after king, until we get right near the end of two kings in Hezekiah. And finally, when he's facing this invasion does Hezekiah go into the temple and pray? And all of a sudden, this enemy army is dispersed. And it's like, oh my goodness, like all these people have had this thing there that they could have leaned into, that they could have accessed and availed themselves of. And they just didn't do it. They thought they could get by. They thought they could solve their problems on their own. They, they thought they knew better and didn't need a work of God in their day. And so for 250 years, it just didn't happen. Uh, so how often do I do that? And how often do, do we do that? How often do our churches think that we have the answers, think that we can, by our own strength, by our own wisdom, get by? And I mean, maybe by our own strength, there are certain things that we're capable of, but it puts a ceiling, doesn't it, on what's possible. When, when the only... Results we'll see are the results that I'm capable of generating on my own. Then that falls way short of what God has for us. So that really wakened me up then to um, reinvigorate my own prayer life, to to pray differently, to to approach our gatherings differently as well, to to have a very different expectation of what was going to happen. Focus less on um, you know certain metrics, be like, was it a good preacher, it ticked these boxes, um, you know, with there good numbers there? But how is God moving? And what are we seeing God doing in this space? Which I think I would have always said I wanted to see. But you can say you want to see it, and then you can really hunger for it, and there's a difference. And my hunger for that just went to a new level as well. And just thinking about what we need and what we want to see, I don't want to go through life kind of just, Chugging along, doing the same thing week after week after week, but never seeing a move of God. I want to see God move in our nation, mm-hmm. in our cities. I want to see. I want to see revival, and I don't want to be like those kings prior to Hezekiah. I want to be the Hezekiah guy who goes after all that God's got, who leans in, who turns back to God, and who sees this move of God. So yeah, it, it was building. I think over lockdown. And then that moment really sent a lot of those things that had been churning away in the background, just into a real sharp focus in my own life.
0: Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Yeah. I think as well, like you were saying, it's such, um, it's a corporate calling as well, revival, isn't it? It's we corporately Mm. come together and we pray for it and, um, Hmm. Yeah, something as a church is really exciting that we should be pursuing and, and together at this conference as well that we'll be, you know, yeah. praying for it together in God's presence. It's really, really exciting.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I was looking this, um, this Sunday at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So it's a famous passage about how we are the body of Christ. But th- this thought occurred to me that God is he's, he's looking to build a spirit-filled community. Mm. not just a community of spirit-filled individuals. And I think that's a really important distinction. And what you said about it being corporate, you're absolutely bang on. And so often in the West, what we talk about is like our own relationship with God and our own spiritual disciplines. And Mm. um, so, I mean, I, I was just doing it there. I was talking about my prayer life and the transformation in it. But it's not just about me and God. And it's not just about what he wants to do in me and then what he wants to do in you and what he wants to do in that person as though they're all independent but we are together the body of Christ so this hungering and going after revival you're absolutely right it's a corporate thing and that's what we've seen in revivals through history it's been a group of people coming together repenting praying hungering desperate for God and God's shown up and he's answered those mm. prayers and it's, mm. it's a beautiful thing
0: yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so um, what can people expect then? They're coming coming up to the beautiful Manchester for a couple of days. Um, we've got a great lineup. Can you tell us a bit about the lineup that we're going to have with us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really excited by the people that we've got. So I, I was just speaking earlier today to to Ness Wilson. Uh, mm. Now Ness runs the Pioneer Network of Churches. Um, she also leads Open Heaven Church in Loughborough, uh, and she was just describing to me what's been on her heart, and it's. So so similar to what I've just been talking to you about. She was looking at uh, the revivals of the 18th century and Wesley and Whitfield and what the UK was like and then how God moved and uh, just wanting to lift our eyes to God and all that he can do and so we're so excited to have Ness with us and um, we've also got... Rachel Gardner. Now, Rachel is absolutely awesome. She's been uh, at a few of our Catalyst Leaders events and always absolutely knocked it out of the park. And um, she's going to be bringing something uh, on uh, the culture today and particularly the younger side of culture. She does a lot of youth ministry and how she's noticed uh, a transformation now in a lot of the people that she's working with to what she would call uh, a positive. Agnosticism, And when you have Rachel on, ask her more about that, because uh, it's fascinating that um, where maybe in the past there have been some slightly negative associations about the church, she's noticing just a lot more hunger to hear, a lot more hunger to listen. And I wonder if we're praying into revival, something of what she's noticing, that these young people might be the core of it. And then she'll be with us again uh, on the Wednesday evening. So um, the evening session, uh, we'll probably have a bigger crowd there. There'll be uh, tickets available for the single session as well as for the whole of the two day conference. And uh, she'll be talking to us about uh, our faith and our evangelism becoming bolder and wilder, which I absolutely love. Uh, We've also got Jeremy Simkins with us, and uh, Jeremy, he heads up the the Christ Central Network of Churches. And uh, yeah, Jeremy is uh, someone who's just hungry for years and years and years to see the movement of the Spirit of God for the restoration of the church. And he'll be talking to us about what it is to be filled with the Spirit of God, which I'm so excited to hear. And then it will be closed by Sam Ward, who's uh, Director of Ministry at the Message Trust. Now, Sam is an awesome speaker and he'll be giving us a rallying call to look outwards uh, to go beyond just kind of our own walk with God so the renewal is for revival so he'll be turning our eyes to the mission so that's the lineup that we've got I am absolutely thrilled when we started putting this together and uh, we were kind of imagining who we could invite I never imagined we'd get a lineup quite as awesome as this so yeah, yeah I am so excited.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant. We had um, Sam Ward speaking at our weekend away a couple of weekends ago and he was just excellent. He yeah, it was a it was a very impactful evening, so I'm very excited to have him with us as well in yeah.
1: June. I've also noticed with Sam, pretty much every time he talks, he tells stories about thugs and criminals <laughs> and some of the, the- craziest low lives you can imagine. And Sam seems to be mates with them all. So I have no idea what he does with his days, but the stories he has to tell are absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, looking forward to it. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so who, a little bit of a on-the-nose question, but who are you most excited then to hear from at the
1: conference? <laughs> you, you know what? My answer to that question is, changes pretty much every day now today because i I just mentioned that i spoke to to ness just before coming on and recording this podcast it's definitely ness at the moment Mm. but if you'd have asked me a week ago when i was on the phone with rachel about what she was going to be talking about (laughs) then it would have been rachel and if if you'd have asked me at the weekend away when i was hearing sam i was like come on yeah let's have a bit of sam Uh, and when i hear jeremy you know Whoever I've spoken to last has just got my uh, attention. So um, mm. yeah, I, I'm going to give the cop out answer and say <laughs> all of all them, of them. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, no, I, can, yeah. I can't. If the question was asked at me, I don't know who I'd say. I would <laughs> say the person that was in front of me. So Tom, you are the other person yes, most excited. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Great. Could you just give us an outline, Tom, then, of what the two days practically will look like?
1: So uh, the plan is a two-day conference. We're going to start by 11 o'clock on the Wednesday. We're going to finish at lunchtime on the Thursday. We're going to fit in uh, a few sessions, but as well as the teaching, we're going to have worship. We're going to have response. We're going to have prayer. I think prayer is so important in this because to talk about the presence of God, to talk about revival, to talk about renewal, and then to not pray, that's mad, isn't it? So we're going to be going after God in prayer as well. Also, there's going to be food together. You know, we're going to create a bit of space on the evening to to go out. The venue that we've got is near the Curry Mile, which is, for me, it's one of the best bits of Manchester. Absolutely awesome food there. Um, We'll do lunches as well on the two days. So um, all of that will be part of what we're doing.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, if you want to book into the conference, you probably will have seen it advertised all of our social media. But you can head over to slash renewal for revival and all the information is on there with uh with you yeah, being able to book just through church suite so that's really simple and easy to do and it's got the information of where we're going to be based during that time so wait around the area that you can stay and also directions to the curry mile as tom <laughs> said so it's yeah really simple and easy it'll take you two minutes to to fill out but you yeah, just keep an eye on our social media as well for any updates um and also for future podcast release with the likes of yes sam ward jeremy simpkins rachel gardner and ness wilson as well so yeah it's really exciting so thanks for being with us today tom yeah as we've said all of the information you could need on our conference renewal for revival is on our website book in now we can't wait to see you in manchester
1: thanks tom see you later all right next one see ya